0: Today, I want to talk to you about a very important topic and that is turning conflicts into intimacy, effective conflict resolution for couples. So how do you turn conflicts into intimacy? I mean, usually people look at conflict as a bad thing. And I'm saying turning conflicts into intimacy. Well, the truth of the matter is that Healthy couples, more than anything else, are deep. They're connected in a deep way. So, conflict-free couples are not necessarily happy couples. They're oftentimes, if they're conflict-free, they're usually avoidance. They're usually living life, avoiding difficult conversations, and being superficial, uh, being shallow. They might have superficial good times, but they are not alive as a couple that um, that ends up having conflict, but finds a way to work through them. So let's look at what comprises a marriage, right? A marriage is comprised of two people, right? Two different people with two different backgrounds, two different family experiences, different temperaments, they're different. If it's a heterosexual relationship, it's different genders, but even in homosexual relationships, everyone's different. And so to not have conflict makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. It's pretty near impossible. And we surely would if we're married to someone where we have such commonalities that there's no conflict, we got other problems there's there's a certain uh, allure towards someone who's different than us. So there's going to be conflicts, there's gonna be conflicts in the way we want to raise children, there might be conflicts should we have children or not, there might be conflicts on um, what our religion is going to be, or what we should raise, you know, what religion we should raise our children, or what kind of vacation do we want to go to, or even simple things like where do we want to go out to eat, Of course, some of the other things I talked about were way more challenging and more difficult. So how does conflict turn into intimacy? I I think the first step is to recognize that, and John Gottman and his wife, Julie Gottman, who are great marriage researchers and therapists, they actually talk about this as one of the seven steps to making marriages work is that we need to understand how important it is. They use the word gridlock. right? So uh, co- some couples are gridlocked. And so gridlock is when both people want something and they're very different and they're stuck. And I, I will tell you that I've had people come to see me with such conflicts as well, we both live in California now, but we come from Ohio, this is true. Um, and I want to move back because we have little children and my, all our families back there and I want to move back to Ohio. And the husband says, um, I will be miserable in Ohio. I developed, uh, this job. I think he was some kind of a high school coach slash teacher. And he also coached, um, outside of the school system and he just hit it nicely in this area where I live, which is Orange County, California. And you play all year round, because the weather is so great. Even though it's been raining here for the last three straight days, but that's unusual. Typically, uh, in in a sport like him, it's all year round. There's a lot of reasons why he wanted to stay. There's a lot of reasons why she wanted to leave. So, How do you deal with that? What John Gottman, again, great marriage researcher uh, talks about is that within every conflict, there are dreams. So let's look at this couple through the lens of what John Gottman says that through every conflict, there's dreams. So the wife in this uh, in this picture has a dream of having Family all around as they raised their family. She was raised in a very warm, close family and had access to aunts and uncles and cousins. And that was very, very important to her. He had a family where his dad was not a very effective provider and was depressed. But now he was in a place here, where he was actually making a pretty good income between his basically three jobs, high school, teacher, high school coach, and then a separate coach. I can't remember, you know, some kind of, I don't know if it was club, soccer, or whatever it was, but, and he was actually had reached a high level and had the potential of going even higher. So he was here now providing for his family. And plus it was the happiest he had ever been. So you could see where his dream to be a happy contributing providing father unlike his father would be very important to him. You could see where the idea of wanting to go back home for her and be and, explore, and have her kids have a closeness to all their extended family like she had that was so important to her. You can see how important it is right? before we resolve a conflict like this, we need to get to know each other. This is, when they came to see me, they thought the problem was that she wanted to move home and he wanted to stay here. Well, yeah, it was that, but the problem was really about their dreams and their dreams collided with each other. And so what the work I did with them was to help them understand their dreams, to go deeper, to understand why it was so important for him to stay and why it was so important for her to go home where they came from. And I watched this couple go from superficial to deep. They got to know each other. They got to celebrate who each person was. They had intimacy. They did not have a decision yet. And I'll even tell you this, at the time of us ending the therapy, no decision had been made yet. They, well, the one decision was that they were going to pause on going back home for another year. And the reason for that was kind of not only for him, but for her, there was something she was doing that I remember right now, that made sense for her to whatever she was involved with here in this side of the country, she wasn't ready to leave it for another nine months or two a year. Um, And I didn't follow up on them. So I don't know what happened. I don't know where they ended up. I don't know if they stayed in California, went back to Ohio. But I could tell you this, that they were connected. They understood each other, and they appreciated each other. They, They didn't look at each other as just someone who doesn't care about me, um, that you know, don't appreciate my dreams. They were able to understand each other's mutual dreams, and they were important dreams. And you could look at many, many situations, many conflicts like this. That, you know, it, it might be something, a big dream, it might be just a little goal or a desire that's very important to somebody. But conflicts are, are an opportunity to discover each other, to learn more about each other. What makes you want to do that so badly? How often do we actually stop and go, you want something the opposite of me. But let me just pause on what I want, and not push my agenda. And just ask you, why is that so important to you? I'm curious. There you go. Curiosity. If you've heard me say this before, you might hear me say it again. Curiosity is one of my most fav- famous wor- favorite words working with couples. You become curious. Why do you want to have this thing that's opposite of what I want? What makes that important to you? Let me learn about you. Let me be curious about you. And that's, that's the trophy. That's the golden medal that conflicts offer us. We get to know each other. Now, even though uh, that situation, I don't know how it ended up. I've worked with many couples where they've had conflicts, I mean, thousands and thousands and thousands. And ultimately, when you get to a place of intimacy into me, you see or into you, I see intimacy. Okay, When I see you, and you feel like I got you, I understand you not only is there a sense of closeness, but oftentimes from that from that position, it's easier to compromise. Creative options become apparent oftentimes. And like I said, sometimes things are not 100% resolvable. I mean, again, John Gottman talks about how 65% of conflicts are unresolvable. 69%, I think was his actual figure. 69% of conflicts are unresolvable. It's not a clear res- resolution. So we have to learn to live with some things It's not perfect. We learn to live with not getting everything we want the other 31% great, let's go for it. Let's resolve it. Fine. But we learn, as we as we recognize these conflicts are an opportunity to learn deeply about each other, we, it's sometimes easier to live with not getting uh, what we want. So You might, as you listen to this, think about your own conflicts that you have with your partner. If you're not in a current intimate relationship, maybe with some other family member or friend. And look for, you know, you want to ask, what's the dream or what's the desire you have in you? And be curious about it. It's amazing what this does. It really is, and it's the deeper truth. It's it's truly, you know, we say we want to look for what's truly true. And quick reactions, and getting stuck in power struggles, means we're leaving out information. Sometimes it's information that the person doesn't even know why, why they want it so bad. And oftentimes, it's just by being interested. And by being curious that the person can discover and have a have an insight like, oh, that's why this is so important to me. So not only does it get clear to you as a partner, we can get clear to that person themselves, what's going on. So celebrate conflict as opportunities to learn about each other. Stop being insistent that there's no detours in relationships. Relationships are full of detours. The benefit of relationships is you have someone who's with you the challenge of relationships is that you have somebody who's with you. <laughs> you know, you, you have to think about the other person, you have to compromise. If you are by yourself, you know, you have, you have maybe the problem of being by yourself, but you can do whatever you want. So we want to accept the detours of relationships, be interested in our partner and what's behind their um, opposing desire or conflict with you and learn. So that's what I wanted to say. Celebrate your conflicts. This is Todd Krieger, making the world safe for love. That's it for today's episode of Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. For free resources and materials, head over to toddkrieger.com loved this episode, head over to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you.